everyone. We are Patty and Jesse, and this is Aging Ungracefully, a podcast where we talk about our respective quarter life and midlife crisis fun. Are these ageist concepts? Of course. Does that mean they don't keep us up at night? Nope, we are tired. And with that, Patty, how are you? I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely tired. The quarter life crisis is for sure keeping me up at night. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But it's been an excited couple of weeks. Um, you can call it that. It's up and downs. But I had to look at my calendar to just know what I was up to because it's just been go, go, go yeah. the last like three weeks. Yeah. Let's just say it's been a lot. And my girlfriend got COVID. And it's She's been 14 been so days. Long. She's been sick for so long. So I haven't been able to see her. And it's sad. I am sad and I'm grouchy about that. Um, with that said... I feel like I did something fun last night. I went olive garden with my family, which sounds normal (laughs) until you meet us as a family unit. Um, I really don't know where to start, but I feel like it all starts with my sister. Like, why were you you going to olive garden on a Friday night? So my sister is a Valentine's Day baby, Mm -hmm. which I feel like explains it all. (laughs) I have a I have a good friend who's a Valentine's baby. Um, but she didn't get to celebrate her day. And this is common, I think, with Valentine's Day babies. Like people have other plans mm-hmm. or I am a Christmas baby. Crowded, you know. Yep. It's just ho- like birthdays around the holidays are hard. Mm-hmm. So she didn't get to celebrate as a family. I think she was in like finals or have projects. So it was like it was a mess, really. So we didn't get to celebrate as a family because she goes to college and she's like crazy far away. Um, so of course the grand idea to celebrate her and all her 22 years of existence was to go to Olive Garden. But of course there's a dress code and it was like your best outfit. Let me clarify, not an Olive Garden dress code, a Patty sister dress code. Of course. It's like dress (laughs) and a heel and your hair done and makeup. I mean, the idea of dressing up for Olive Garden is such there's like cognitive dissonance in my brain about it. Like, there's people there in their pajamas and I exactly, had Exactly, exactly. All the gardens where you go when you just want to go and not have any steps in between leaving your couch <laughs> and being at a restaurant. And I understand that there's like, they're like luxury and like fine dining is like really subjective just depending on who you are. But the way I had to wear heels and it was cold and a dress. I thought I was going to a conference. My sister saw me and she was like, you're going to work? Because I had a blazer on. <laughs> I mean, I've never, I've known you for over four years and I've never seen you in heels, even like casual heels. And I've never seen you in a dress. I don't wear anything that's not slip on bands, like the checkered kind. Yeah. yeah. I have my fancy ones that are leather and I have my fun ones that are checkered and they're green. Um, so that that kind of sets the bar. But the thing is, like, after we were done, we looked like we were going to completely different places. Like, each one of those had a different outfit on. I was in a navy blue dress and a blazer and heels. My sister had tiger print pants, like, bell bottoms, and a fluffy, like, shirt on. It was the feathered shirt. It was the feathers. It was the feathers around the cuffs and the neckline that was weird. <laughs> I mean, the thing that kills me about this is in high school, I had 
bell-bottom tiger print pants. I didn't have the self-esteem to wear them, but that means we really are in the 90s bring back. It's a thousand percent coming back because she wore them with platform sneakers. Um, and a Sherpa jacket, which was weird. And then my the birthday girl, the Valentine's Day baby, was in an orange dress with a suede, like a long suede brown coat that I really don't know where she got from. <laughs> it was very much like 60s detective like <laughs> vibes. It. Sounds pretty awesome. And my dad was wearing sneakers and his nice jeans. Like, we were all going to different places. Your dad realized you were going to Olive Garden. <laughs> and the thing is, like, we weren't going to go to Olive Garden. The first choice was IHOP. Like, originally, we were going to go to IHOP. To go to IHOP <laughs> in a dress and not be coming from church is a thing. Like, that's that surprises me. I mean, IHOP is a place that you go after you came home at 3 a.m. and you really can't stomach anything else. <laughs> he needs a lot of money for a pancake. <laughs> <laughs> so we, the options were IHOP, which everyone is down for, but maybe not in a dress and heels. Um, Cheesecake Factory. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Slightly better. Lights are dark. No one's going to see me. Um, better and Olive Garden and I did the older sister thing where I strung everybody to do the thing I want them to do I mean when those are your three choices I'm not gonna judge yeah and so we took a lovely little excursion to our neighborhood Olive Garden last night we ate way too much pasta and salad, As you should, and listed and salad, Garden. and also breadsticks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then we came back, and then we took all the pictures. And then this morning, I you took the pictures after you got full. Yeah, we took the pictures after we got full Oof, because everybody was risk. angry. We were just so upset as we were walking into the Olive Garden. <laughs> <laughs> were you all angry to be dressed up? <laughs> we were all angry because, like, in my family. We're five people with very different personalities, and we'll never, never be on the same page about what's going on, or where we're going, what time we're leaving, what we're doing once we get there. Um, And we hadn't eaten since lunch, and it was 7 p.m. Oh, yes. My dad was at the door. He was like, we're going to get there, and they're going to be closed, like, X, Y, Z, like, let's go. (laughs) Yeah. My also the, the the Valentine's Day baby. She can't leave the house without being fully showered. Oh, I and had like, a friend like that. It up. Drove me bananas. So if she's in the shower, that's two hours where you're just not good. There's not going to be any movement there. You know, like Rufin was just upset just to be alive. By the time we got to Olive Garden, in my head, I was like, if we have to wait for a table. We're crossing the street at Cheesecake Factory. Well, you'd have to wait longer at Cheesecake Factory. Mm-hmm. My thing is, like, at a Friday night, you're who's who's at Cheesecake Factory? Who's, who's at, at Olive Garden? Garden? <laughs> I, I, we're going to agree to disagree here. Cheesecake Factory has at least has cheesecake. Yeah, but okay. 
the whole thing is that people want it at stake. Yeah, I know. Okay. I know. This is why we'll never be on the same page, me and my family. This is why it takes three days for us to, like, get out of the house. Yeah. I didn't know anyone wanted steak until we got in the car. And we were halfway to Olive Garden. Oh, and I was like, why are you going to Olive Garden? And we all wanted steak. That's not the place. That's not where you go for steak, Literally man. Every- Anyway, everybody had fun. We all had food. We all took the pictures. And then this morning I wake up, I'm groggy. I'm like, I was full of pasta the night before. I was like, gonna say you got carb. I, I, I was I'm like, and I hear my sister be like, Patty, Patty, we're gonna have to retake the pictures. And I was like, Mm-mm. no, we are not. And it's not it's not a weird um, kind of situation to be in in my family where we will get dressed up the next day in the exact same outfits and take pictures on again though. I resent having to put makeup on is my my baggage though. Yeah, I mean my baggage is wearing anything other than like stretchy pants. And sneakers. <laughs> Especially <laughs> after the last couple of years. <laughs> Literally. But uh, it's not an uncommon occurrence for us to get dressed up in the same outfits and take pictures the next day. Because um, it's like a thing. My sister likes to take pictures with her glasses on. And then take the same picture without her glasses on. Just to make sure that she gets the best like, best one for her. There's, I mean, many questions in my head. But I'll focus on one, which is... Does she not look at the pictures when you take them and decide if they're acceptable? No, she also does that as well. So she just like sleeps on it and changes her mind. Sometimes, but sometimes my mom doesn't get like my mom also really likes pictures and she loves the theme as well. So um, she'll take like a lot of pictures and then like she'll look at them the next day, like really like zoom into everybody's faces. And if they don't pass, then we have to retake them, obviously, because that makes sense. I would like make them sit down and like sign a binding document <laughs> that like you are accepting these as the pictures. Maybe my next career is a notary. And I'm just like, <laughs> I make everybody sign a contract before agreeing to anything. I mean, it, you'd have lots of practice at home. <laughs> and the thing is, when people are like, you don't, why don't you like taking pictures, Patty? I'm like, I can't get into it. Like, It's like every picture experience is like the prom picture experience where it's just never ending. I know. And the most tragic thing is I didn't even go to prom. So I didn't even like, I've just lived it through my family. Well, you didn't miss out on that experience. <laughs> it sounds like you've had it more than most. The like, why are we still taking pictures? I can't smile anymore. I have a, I have a default smile for pictures now. And people think it's really funny because I could just like smile and then just deadpan <laughs> yeah I get that I can imagine that <laughs> like I have a a pose because my mom likes us to pose in a very specific way as well I mean color me not surprised <laughs> she just loves the theme and and yeah so we were last night at Olive Garden taking pictures outside of, <laughs> by the Olive Garden side obviously so people know where we were um 
Anyways, me and my dad ended up in the car. <laughs> they could figure themselves out. Wait, wait. You went to Olive Garden again the next day to take the pictures? No, no, no. Oh, okay. I wouldn't have allowed that. Okay. I was like, that that would be a level that I would have trouble comprehending. And the thing is, like, I feel like we wouldn't, like, don't put it past my family. Like, you hope they don't hear this idea. Like, please don't <laughs> hear this idea. Um, oh, my God. That that's my family. And I feel like it explains a lot about my personality. Because <laughs> I plan things two weeks in advance. Right. You're gonna look at the photos and decide if they're acceptable and your bar's gonna be lower. <laughs> my bad. If everybody's eyes are open, the picture is fine. Right. I took I took a screenshot of something like a group because I was on a panel and I was like. There was one person that I was like, it would be mean to put this person's picture on the internet like <laughs> this. So like, I will hold a higher bar for other people than I will like myself and just for like Facebook or whatever. But I was like, okay, I won't put this person on LinkedIn like this because that, that is a microaggression. Like that is not cool. Yeah. And like, I also, I'm not big on social media. No, not at all. So... I don't, you really don't care if the picture the doesn't look great. You know? I like when I was interviewing you, I tried to find you on the internet to make sure you weren't like secretly racist. <laughs> you have to do that when you hire people. I mean, the, in the field that we're in, you better double check some stuff, man. Yeah, that's true. If you did not exist online. I actually think I have way too much of an online presence, actually. Mm, well, maybe, maybe a lot's changed in the last five years. I mean, we've lived online for the last five years, so it could have That's definitely true. changed. That's true. Um, but yeah, that was that was my Friday night. We had fun. Um, I'll try to find a picture where we're all like together, just so you can see the like dissonance <laughs> between dresses and the background um, and authenticity of smile. Exactly. Does your dad smile in pictures? Um, yeah, my dad does. We actually have very similar smiles. My dad doesn't smile in pictures. So like when we did like Disneyland Halloween, like everyone's in these poses and smiling <laughs> and laughing. And then my dad is just like, just looks like the crabbiest human being who doesn't want to be there, even though he's having a good time. The there's, best time of his life. I mean, there's a great Splash Mountain picture from when, when I was younger where like everyone's screaming because it's Splash Mountain. And my dad, <laughs> my friend was like, is he even on the ride or is he photoshopped in? Just totally like straight line mouth. Keeping a straight face on Splash Mountain is admirable though. I have the worst Splash Mountain pictures. <laughs> I mean, as I've gotten older, roller coasters affect me a lot more to the point where I'm like literally afraid of going on the Accredit coaster at Disney's California Adventure. I'm terrified of that. <laughs> I just like don't. Well, Craig and I went on the. What did Craig and I go on to? We went on some roller coaster thing, and like, I think we went on it because we thought each other wanted to go on it. And then at the end, I was like, I don't like the way I feel on this, this kinds of ride. He's like, me either. I'm like, why are we doing this? Like, why did we go on this ride? Anyway. Yeah. Some people just straight line mouth. You call it a day. I'm glad, I'm glad your food was decent, like enough to get full on. Oh my God. We love, we love the food. Like we will definitely have a good time wherever we go, but getting there is the problem. Um <laughs> Also, we love a soup and salad situation. 
My mom likes the super powers. So we'll have fun. We'll 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 be we'll have fun. Um so funny. Yeah. Um, what else? I don't I think that's pretty much it for me. I feel like I learned something about myself this week as well. Um, that every time my life is all over the place, I'm like, maybe I should just take a class. <laughs> it's like, like coping like, mechanism. Yeah, like maybe I should just enroll myself in something. Cause I feel like that sliver of like structure is gonna be the glue that holds it together. You're like the worst person to suggest this to because it's what I just did. <laughs> and it was very helpful because I was like, but I was laid off in September and had a little bit of contract work for three months. And then January, I just was like, it was the low point because I had nothing to tether me. Yeah. Um, like the end of the end of it, uh, and then I had enrolled in this program and the program didn't start till the very, very end of January. And then I was like tethered in the good way. Like I felt like I was grounded, connected mm-hmm. to something, but not like an overwhelming something. And I just like can actually feel like a human again. And I don't know what exactly I'll be doing with this degree, <laughs> but I've got some ideas and hopefully it pays off. But no. Like the, I'll just take a class because then at least you feel like you're like growing and you know that's you're really we like to learn something. You and I like to learn. Before we started recording, we talked about camels and llama milk. Like exactly. we like to just learn and share what we've learned. Um, but yeah, that's nice. that's pretty much it. That's me. That's me for the last three weeks. <laughs> but you okay? You have to tell me about your trip though. You took a like a road trip. You drove through like torrential rains like the worst route you could have taken to southern california and you went to didn't you see mario land or whatever we did we see super mario world it was very nice after the sun i thought we were gonna die on the san Bernardino mountains i'm gonna be honest i mean i don't know if you know this but like one of the roads like washed out like the day after you drove down or something i mean you we were in, like, the worst roads to be in. Like, that we, were, we were on the worst roads to be in. Um, but the land was good. <laughs> the, the land world. was good. I mean, the next day when we got off the freeway, we saw that they were, like, oh, like, Highway 5. Like, don't get on there if you don't have yeah. chains. And we were, like, yeah. chains? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we drove that with that chain. Yep. <laughs> got across the pass. Um, so hopefully we, uh, hopefully we don't have to ever do that again. Was it worth it for Mario World? Yes. It okay. was. Okay. Okay. I really enjoyed Mario World. It's very small. As I say, it's, it looks tiny. It's, it's incredibly tiny. Um, but it's so cool. Like they've really done a great job and like, Everything's big, so you kind of feel like you're a little video game character. Yeah, I know. Did you get to go to the cafe? We did. Um, so if you do want to go to Mario World, I would recommend doing the early admission because the cafe is actually by reservation, so you have to reserve a time slot. Yeah. And they run out of time slots. Yeah. So if you sure. want to do that first, that's how we got a pretty good time. We actually got to pick our time and we got in around like lunchtime, which was really great. I'm sad my nephews, like none of my nieces, nephews are is into Mario as I feel like they should be. Like one of them <laughs> likes Kirby, like he got the Kirby game and we were talking about that because he has a switch. Um, but like. 
my other nephews, they just play iPad games. Um, but, yeah. So they don't really like, they have like the Mario Lego set, but I don't feel like, I, don't, I feel like I liked it more than he did. Because <laughs> the only video games I like are like the Mario ones. It was really fun. Um, Good. You didn't send me pictures. I was very offended. I honestly, I got sick right after and that's... The thing is, it was a mess. Um, we got there. It was fun. We had a great time at Universal's. Um, we went to Harry Potter World, which was really cool. I, have we talked about how I don't care at all about Harry Potter? No. Which is very different. I mean, which is not consistent with my like love of dragon things and magic things. Yeah, I'm actually kind of surprised. I don't. I, I'm like, I, I liked some of the movies, but like, could I, I mean, no, man, I, every time there's like a Harry Potter question at trivia, I just like hand the paper to my friend. <laughs> like, I don't know. I honestly have never watched a movie all the way through, but I. <laughs> Not shocking given what we know of Patty and movies though. Um, But I enjoyed it. I realized that Butterbeer is not my, like, my thing. I'm so glad I didn't get it one. I just had a sip of like my girlfriend's and I was like done over over it. Yeah. I came, I saw, I've left. Like, <laughs> I came, I I'm saw happy. Left. I love it. Oh but God. it was a great experience. Highly recommended. I think it's a little bit more, I liked it a little bit more than Disneyland because I feel like it was more immersive. Like Yeah, it looks like really immersive because of the scaling and everything. Yeah. yeah, the scaling was really good. So recommend it. I mean, I am going to completely ignore that you might like it more than. That feels a little blasphemous, but <laughs> um, that's okay. That's okay. I feel like we should talk about amusement parks some other time. I mean, clearly now we have to have an episode dedicated to... <laughs> Amusement parks. Amusement parks. I love it. But um, how are you? Tell me I'm, about your week. I'm okay. I mean, we haven't talked for a couple. I mean, we texted, but we haven't like talked for a couple weeks. Uh, you know, last couple weeks have been a wild ride. Some highs, <laughs> yeah. some lows. Uh, but I, the suns come out sometimes, and I love the sun. But I did have at a pretty traumatizing moment mm. because <laughs> you're like, you know, this one of the story. <laughs> I, uh, the sun was out. I was trying to read for school and I wasn't focused. So I thought today's the day I'm going to get the hammock out. So the first thing my husband bought after we like were out of escrow, like the house was ours. We we're still in the apartment. We hadn't moved yet. The first mm-hmm. thing he bought me was a hammock because I was like, you know what I want a house? I want a backyard for, I want to lie in a hammock. Like that sounds oh. like heaven. So the first thing he got me was this hammock. Um, so we've had it for like four years. And last year, a couple of the ropes broke. Uh, but, uh, you know, the fun thing about getting older is your metabolism slows down. <laughs> you gain weight without trying. Plus, I did get some, like, legitimately, like, upsetting news. You know, oh. I, I struggle with emotional eating. Like, I'm very open yeah. about that. Uh, so I was actively feeling a little self-conscious. And uh, it was really not the right time for my hammock to completely break. Uh, the it, it's, it's sun damage. Right. Like, I feel like you tell yourself that when you're lying on the floor of your backyard, <laughs> when you just wanted to relax in the sun. And it was like a slow motion situation, which no. is good because then I didn't hurt myself. Right. You, you like fell on the metal bar. Like that would legitimately hurt you. Um, so it was like 
one rope at a time, like bonk, 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 bonk. And I just like <laughs> cascaded onto the floor. Like there was no stopping it. And then I was on the floor and just like. I feel oh, like when things happen slowly, you have more of a like <laughs> just staring at the like sky moment where you're right. like. Mm-hmm, My head was the slow happened. motion like, no. <laughs> um, so that that wasn't great. Uh, I just basically hoped I wasn't in dog pee or poop. I didn't land oh. in dog poop. So that, you know, that was. Win, the, win. That's a huge win. I definitely was like. I don't know if God's punishing me for giving up on my reading or protecting me so that I don't get sunburned, but either way, this is not my <laughs> preferred method. <laughs> if the, the latter. Yeah. So it was definitely one of those like, cool, 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 cool. That, that was a low light. I, uh, I mean, add, add to the fact that was, I think that was the week I got a Facebook <laughs> ad that literally just said in large letters, it was like a vitamin or something like sleep and poop like clockwork. And like, honestly, <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> Why? Honestly, this is a thing we also will eventually talk about. But the way people talk about their stomachs and pooping as they get older really just like exponential (laughs) increase I learned that working at a senior center so I don't know Facebook thought that that was I'm at the life milestone where they're just gonna like call it out in the ad and it was it it was there were some moments for me there there were definitely some moments but one of the highlights and I honestly like I don't see movies that often I'm just like on a movie kick right now (laughs) this year um I think like a lot of the movies just kind of had to wait for so long that there's like more movies I'm interested in than mm-hmm. usual. Um, but I saw John Wick 4 because of course I did. I was like, it good? It was, it was good. I I mean, look, I'm always going to at least kind of enjoy, if not absolutely love an avenging kind of situation. Mm, okay. I'll settle for revenging, but like avenging, <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Of All course, right. this is what should have happened. Uh, that is my moral compass. Uh, but it was good. Like, it's three hours, which I did not find out until I looked up to know how long we should pay for prepay for parking for. Three hours? Three hours. And, like, I just don't need movies to be that long. I just really don't. But I managed to go through without taking a bathroom break, which is, like, I think impressive for me. <laughs> The first, it's one of those like hanging for the first like hour plus. Not that they're like bad or slow, but it's like then it really like gets you get to the like really cool action scene, right? Um, and like it was movie needs an intermission. I mean, it could. It, I wouldn't have been sad if I had it. <laughs> I definitely. I mean, if the drinks weren't so expensive at the theater, I would have gotten a drink, and then I would have had. To, and my, and I was with my husband, and like. The man will not pick up on the details to fill you in on if you, like, take a bathroom break. (laughs) I'll be like, what happened? He'll be like, nothing. I was like, how is it possible? Literally nothing happened. (laughs) And then some huge thing will happen. I'm like, I don't get it. He's like, oh, but that was, I'm like, I was not in the room. (laughs) Something happened. That's clearly. Anyway, yeah. So, but it was good. Um, But yeah, it was really good. I didn't realize I bought... I don't know if this is another old people like I don't I don't know what stereo if this is a stereotype or not but or personal preference like I accidentally got the vibrating seats oh 
I knew it was the reclining seats, no. which aren't actually my favorite because of my leg brace. They actually aren't really comfortable for me, mm-hmm. but it was the by far the like preferred time slot. So I did that. Um, I didn't know they were the vibrating seats. I tried to see vibrating seat movie once before when uh-huh. I saw Hobbs and Shaw in the theater. Obviously <laughs> a theater movie for Jesse. And our, our chairs, my friend and I, our chairs didn't work. So this was my first time. And it was too much. It's too really? much. Craig loved it. It was so funny <laughs> because this was my like old person feeling like midlife crisis moment was the movie Patty was too loud for me. It mm. was so loud. Like Dolby Digital needs to calm down because it was so loud that I had to put in my earbuds. Really? Because I was starting to get a headache that quickly. It opens up with the loudest boom you've ever heard in your life in a movie. And it's just like Keanu punching a wooden pole. And I'm like, (laughs) that is inaccurate sound representation. That is not what that would sound like. Um, And so I had a really bad headache. And I told Craig, like, if it's too loud, we can go hoping Craig would say it was too loud. (laughs) Um, But he was happy as a clam. And... It was funny. We got out and I was like, I can't do the digital vibrating. He's like, oh, I was going to say it makes it actually worth going out to the movie. What? So we, we, as usual, do not align on something related to media. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it was too loud. But the earphones, the earplugs helped. And then I didn't have like terrible headache. Um, plus, I got to like watch Avenging. So I was like, all right, I can tough it out. But I didn't enjoy it as much for that. Not because of the movie. Um, but there's, there's one thing I'm really not over. And like, I mean, I've, I've alluded, I'm not sure how explicitly I've said this in past episodes, but like I have a prosthetic leg disability. So, and I'm in a disability studies program right now. So mm-hmm. like I am looking through things with that lens, right? And one of the main characters is blind mm-hmm. and played by actor Donnie Yen, who is not blind, but like oh. great action movie. Like he was very, very good. So there's a lot of controversy over non-disabled actors playing disabled people. Uh-huh. Um, credit where credit's due in terms of he was fantastic in the role. Guess what the character's name was? Um, Patty? It was Kane. Really? Like a walking stick, Kane is is what I immediately thought of. Me His too. Name is Kane. And the fact that they spell it C-A-I-N-E does not change the fact that his name is Kane. Um so yeah, that was an interesting moment. I I would have preferred Keanu because Keanu is the franchise and clearly would have the power to change a character's name. Mm-hmm. Uh, be like, no. Uh, but um, yeah. So that was the moment of like, huh. I mean, it says a lot about how well Donnie ended the actions like sequences that I was like still able to enjoy him <laughs> to yeah, any degree in this movie. Super gross. Yeah. Super and the fact that no one caught it, like, no one caught it. It has to go through so many screenings. That's sometimes I like pick up on things like that in movies, and I'm like, I, it had to go through so many screenings to get here, and no one caught it. No one caught it. No one caught it at all. So that was, that was my mode of like, mm, all right, I, well, I'll just go ahead and have this feeling and, there was also a dog involved. Like, I'm totally done related. <laughs> there was a dog in it, though, and the John Wick movies and dogs theme uh, was played out in a perfect way in this movie, too. So I guess I'll focus on that because there's nothing I can do about the other thing. 
Yeah, I I do agree with you though that like movies are too loud. They are too loud for me as well. I can I've never this is the first time I might have maybe I was dehydrated or something because this is the first time where I've been like now and then like maybe a week earlier a couple days earlier I went to trivia and I started getting a headache too because they were playing the music extra loud yeah I don't want to be in that life phase Patty I don't want to be in the easy to get a headache life phase it's not fun because I my dad went through that phase like a couple years ago which is why we actually don't go to the cheesecake factory that easily because it's very loud yeah he doesn't like it it. It's very, I will give your dad that. It is very loud. Yeah. So I don't know what it is about how they set up the restaurant. I do want to go back to Olive Garden though, because your sister, one of your sisters, took me on quite the emotional roller coaster, <laughs> which started with me being like, outfits sound amazing. Absolutely love it when you were texting me. And then why don't you tell our listeners what happened from there? We were all getting ready, and my sister was like, Are you? joshing me or are you joshing with me I don't know what but we all turn around and we're like what does that even mean and And I knew what that meant when you texted me yeah and apparently it's like are you joking with me are you kidding me like Like, like, are you joshing me right yeah are you joshing with me I think it's are you joshing me like I mean I'm sure some people said with me but I always like are you joshing me okay so she didn't say it right but um (laughs) I had to text Jessica because I'm like, has she been in Southern California too long? Like, should we put a stop to this? Like, what is this language my sister is bringing to this house? But apparently, and then I asked, I was like, where did you even hear Well, first of all, I was ecstatic that I knew what a (laughs) a slang phrase that someone younger than me was using meant and like someone else younger than me didn't know what it meant. So I was like, comically excited and proud of myself and like see I'm not totally out of the cool loop yeah I'm like, and then <laughs> and then I asked I was like where did you get this word from like I've never heard of it and you're like oh I just like vintage things at which point I wanted to slap her through the phone <laughs> <laughs> and it's true she does like like okay quote-unquote old things like for her old is the Gilmore girls like for that that's vintage for her so like I feel like we should need to put in things in perspective like is it really vintage because they think I'm vintage I mean what am I gonna say all I can do is sigh <laughs> and be like deeply annoyed they built me up to break me down <laughs> that, was- that's my sister's for you I was pretty heartbroken. It did. For some reason, Instagram is like, I have an Instagram thing I want to share too. Like for some reason, Instagram, there's this one account that like, I mean, it's funny. So, but it's on my suggested real thing all the time. Uh And it's a lot of him. He's, I think he's my age, like pointing out the youth, the Gen Zs, (laughs) like discovering things that have been around for decades. Like like the zigzag headband thing. Mm. Oh, that one hurt a little bit. But one of the videos that I saw a couple days ago that was like, and really related to the pain on the man's face was <laughs> a, a, someone discovering a squirt. Ah, the squirt. You know what a squirt is. It was you should ask your one. sister if she knows what a squirt is. I will. Because I never even thought about someone not knowing 
the skirt shorts hybrid squirt situation. I feel like my sister does though because she loves like vintage fashion. Vintage as the tiger print pants and the fluffy shirt. I mean, I thought I was so cool for those pants. I wore them when we went out to like I went out to like a club like when I was in college and Mm -hmm. thought I was the coolest thing in the world. So I'm okay with those coming back. Like I (laughs) yes, tiger print pants totally works for me. Oh God. But yeah, so that was my moment. There was another video that was like so annoying on other levels too of like a, a a Gen Z person using an iPod shuffle, <laughs> like the little square ones as a hair clip. And it was in this compilation video of like trends from 2022. And it was iPod shuffle as a hair clip. And I was like, so nervous that that was actually a thing <laughs> people were doing. I'm like the amount of excessive money that you have to use something like a technology thing as a haircut. And then I was like, actually, they're probably worth like a dollar now. So <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So frustrating. It's so weird because my sisters, I'm not that much older than them. I'm like, like five and 10 years is our mm-hmm. age gap for both of them. But I don't think they realize that like in 2000s, I was a toddler. Because they'll think like up, Patty. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that at all. <laughs> ah. <laughs> right. I am like my sister, like like a picture of like I don't know, like Britney Spears or Christina Aguilera, and like they think that's the fashion I was wearing. I was in onesies still <laughs> in the two thousands. Like. I don't think they have like an idea of like what is really vintage because the fashion cycles just cycle so quickly now. I mean, you were in like toddler clothes. I was in my tiger pants. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Um, That's so painful. Yeah. The funny thing is like, because of that, I probably have more in common with my baby sister than with my middle oh, sister. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Um, so I think that's fun. But when the 2010s fashion comes back, I'm over. I'm done. I'm I'm retiring from anything that has to do with being cool. Like I mean, I was I couldn't tell you one fashion thing from the 2010s if my life depended on it. So I will clearly not be cool when they come back. <laughs> I like <clears throat> I remember the 90s as high school, you're like thinking about like fashion and like you don't realize it, but you're basically branding yourself in high school. Uh, But yeah, after college, I couldn't tell you what I wore. My life depended on it. Probably t-shirts and jeans. Uh, T-shirts and jeans. They'll never go out of fashion because everybody has a t-shirt and everybody has jeans. I know. I know. I will say, I mean, once I know what my career is going to be. I have to buy clothing that fits, which I've probably already said. It will definitely say again because I am dreading it. So just hopefully trends are kind to my body type when that happens because I'm going to have to like buy clothes yes. whether I like any of them or not. But we'll see. Exactly. But the other Instagram thing I was going to say is so I don't, I think I've told you like actually, I know I have like Captain. So my, my Instagram is like at Captain and Professor and Captain got like over 5,000 likes on like a short video that I posted. 
And I remember like, I was legit like jealous of my dog. I was like, I put effort in. All he did was like scratch at me. (laughs) And so I was like, you know, I'm going to put a a video of Profe up doing something cute to see if he also gets all these likes. Uh He only got like 50 likes. And I feel my feelings are so hurt on his behalf (laughs) because he's my baby. Like he's like the one I'm most overly attached to. Uh huh. So at this point, I'm just like, I don't get social media. I'll never get social media. It's the algorithm. I know. I mean, that's the thing with like LinkedIn is I, you know, posting a little bit on LinkedIn, but it's like clickbait is what makes you a LinkedIn influencer. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, I can't play that game. And it like, it's really annoying for my career. Um, I almost dedicated myself to the idea that my next career in addition to disability consulting is going to be writing and like, like a fiction, funny book. Ooh, I yeah. love that idea. I right? really like that idea, yeah. And so I went to this, like, it was the worst. It was such a overly, intentionally overdramatic title to get attention. But I was like, okay, I, I do, I would like to know this information. I'm just annoyed with your branding. Um, it was like the dark truths of, pu- truths of the publishing world and how you can still make a bestseller. And I was uh-huh. like, I don't, just tell me how to have a bestseller. <laughs> I don't need the first bit. And they, I mean, they didn't even talk about like the dark truths. It was more just like, here's some obstacles and here's how you get, you know, to try to get around. And it all came down to like your social media marketing for your book has to start before you've like when you're starting yes. to write the book. Yeah. Right. And so like not shocking, but like helpful to hear and like have them like given examples and demonstrate, but it was mostly for nonfiction books. But I was just like, I just don't understand. And this is such a like, how does everything require this? Like even like Halsey had a video that went viral because it was like my, I think it was Halsey. It might've been someone else, but I think they said like my, my, what are they called? Studio or whatever. Won't release my next single until I get like another viral video or something like that for the marketing of it. Like I need more followers. And I'm like, they're Halsey. That is ridiculous. Well, like, I totally understand that. And I'm surprised this is for books, but for music, there was actually a song that went viral on TikTok. The name escapes me because I think it was like one or two songs. But the way they got like traction for it was like uh, someone that was like in the marketing department posted like um, a comment on the author's um the author's TikTok yeah. comments and they yeah. slowly build off of it. It was like, let's write a TikTok song or something. Or like, and then it's kind of like that song which I don't I mean, remember. I'm sure this has been more than one song because yeah. Yeah, but like it's like how everything is so like kind of staged from the beginning. It's like yeah. the thing is like making it look organic, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but then there's the great examples like the Ratatouille musical, right? Like, right. <laughs> I went through like the right. baby with Matt Bonner, like, we got Ratatouille the musical. Um, yeah, there was one, I mean, I follow someone, Devin Nicole, maybe is their name. Um, and they have a song like Witch, like W-I-T-C-H. I'm like, it's a catchy little thing. And she <laughs> wrote the lyrics and someone else added, like on TikTok did the duet thing and added the like instrumentals. I'm like, so like, that's cool. Because I do think it was organic, like she wasn't signed to anyone at all at the time. But mm-hmm. um, 
I don't know, ma'am, Hattie. I don't. I just want to have my cake and eat it too. (laughs) And that's fair. And I get it. And I'm actually taking a break from TikTok because. But you've seen all the babies there are to see. (laughs) So weird still to me. No, it's because I'm tired of seeing the 26 year old making $260,000 a year living in San Francisco. Like, (laughs) you don't want to. I don't want to see it. Like, I don't want to see that. You know, my my friend's like, I think you could be TikTok famous. And I'm like, I don't think I could because you don't really make money unless you're like TikTok toxic famous. Like your whole life revolves around being on it. You like, have to and, sell a product. Yeah. To be like. And I don't TikTok know if the famous. product of not giving a crap is going to sell that <laughs> well. <laughs> we'll right. See. It's just. It, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I love TikTok. I can spend hours on TikTok, but also sometimes I'm just like, why are the seven 26-year-olds making $500,000 like a year as a program management on Google, at Google, like all on TikTok? Like why? And why are they speaking this to me? Because it's not me. And there's this meme that's like, I don't care what happened to you. It should have happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I am petty now to be like mm. I'm petty <laughs> I'm petty I'm now <laughs> yeah thank you everyone for joining today we hope that you go to Olive Garden and live your best life in whatever <laughs> outfit you choose this is Jesse and Patty and thank you for aging ungracefully with us bye bye